You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the You Know What, Dude podcast. This is a special edition where Robert goes one-on-one with some of the most interesting people in the world, or at least in his world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? The You Know What Dude Podcast. One on one. Fuck yeah. What's up, everybody? We're fucking live. Live. We have calls. We have guests. We have superstar fucking call screeners. And uh, it's just me from the Riotcast Studios. Me and I have a special guest tonight. We're going to be doing a, around an hour show. So if you get uh, nothing to do for the next hour, sit down with your fucking iPad or iPhone or computer and uh, check this shit out. And if it fails, if something goes wrong or something stops, fucking whatever. I'm not a TV studio. I'm not a, a million dolls behind me. I have, I have fucking hundreds of dolls behind this studio. Thanks to you, listeners, for supporting me. So anyways, uh, in the uh, room, we're just going to get right to it because I, I don't want to waste time just fucking giving this whole dialogue. You guys know I was on Opie and Anthony last week. You guys know that I lost 35 fucking pounds in around... I would say around, it's been almost five months, but in around four months, I lost that much weight and I didn't go to the gym. I didn't fucking kill myself. I didn't run up a mountain. I didn't take up fucking kayaking. I didn't starve myself. Um, I just uh, listened to this man, good friend of mine, Vinny Tortorich, the angriest trainer. And the author of uh, Fitness Confidential. All you motherfuckers have been asking about me, uh, asking about this book. Well, I got the man on the phone right now. Vinny, what's up? Dude, wait, you lied to me. You said you took up fucking kayaking. I did. I took what up kayaking. <laughs> you can't kayak. You know, they, they make them that, come, come on. They do, <laughs> they do have kayaking in the Hudson River, which is disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone kayaking. Every time in the Hudson, every time you put your oar in the water, you know, you get fucking needles stuck in the end of it or something. Um, so, Vin, check it out, Lou. I, I, you know, I uh, I mentioned this on the, the, the show the other day, um, on the Opie and Anthony show, about... Um, you know, I lost the weight, and I and I, I told them how I did it. wasn't a, I'm not, you know, it wasn't a diet. It wasn't this, you know, dude. When I talked to you four or five, four and a half months ago, I was at my wits' end. I was done. I was. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. You know, let me just let me just go in right there. Right. You know, you, you know, we we met through uh, a big Hollywood producer. You, you know, you had uh, I don't even know if you talk about it, but you had done a, a, a pilot with my buddy Dean Laurie. Yeah. And that's how you found me, and then you found the book. And, well, let's go you back know, even further. I, I'll go back even further. Jim Serpico, who is, you know, yeah. producer, you know, writer, manager, extraordinaire, was getting thin and it was bugging me. And then he told me that he yeah. talked to Dean, who wrote this, co-wrote this book with you, Fitness Confidentials. And Dean told me his whole story, which was he was just hanging out with you and... And then he, when he put me in touch with you, I mean, I was at, this is my sixth fat. 
and I was over 300 pounds, just tipping wow. the scales. And that's what you told me. That's what really fucked me up is you said after 300, it's hard. It's hard to come home. Yeah, it is. And, you know, here's the crazy thing. You know, Dean told me about you. You know, I knew Serpico was doing something. I don't, I, I've never met Jim Serpico, right. period. Right. And, you know, Dean, I'll take it back even further. Dean had hired me, you know, because I work with all the Hollywood elite and all that. Dean has been a producer and writer for years, and he had hired me. And a lot of these guys think, oh, I'm going to hire this guy, and magic is going to happen. You know, Dean was one of those guys that didn't want to work hard. He just wanted to get fed. And he hired me, and turns out we became good friends, and he couldn't figure out how to fire me because he hated working out, and he hated following anything I did. So I ended up getting cancer, and I almost died, and Dean looked at it as a positive thing because he figured he could just get rid of me. You know, he goes, oh, the guy's going to die. I don't have to fire him now. We can be friends <laughs> until he dies. So, as it turns out, things didn't work out so well for Dean. I ended up living. And because of that, you know, Dean, as soon as I came back from cancer, he said, hey, I, I just want to, you know, I, I got to fire you, man. I don't, I don't like working out and doing all this shit. But we both liked each other, and every Friday night, we'd go out and grab dinner. And I would notice that he would always, he would let me order first, and then he would say, just give me what he's having. Right. And, you know, after like four or five weeks of that, I said, Dean, I noticed a couple of things. Number one, you always get exactly what I get. I also notice you're not touching a bread anymore on the table. I also notice that since I get a scotch, you get a scotch, and you're not even a scotch guy. You used to drink wine. And I also notice you're losing weight. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm doing. He goes, I'm following exactly what you're doing, and I'm losing weight. And my question was, why couldn't he do that when he was paying me a shit ton of money? <laughs> you know, but that that's just the way some people work. Oh, listen, listen, and, uh, I, I want to listen. I want to get to this, but I really want I really want to find out before all this, where the fuck did you come up with this? No sugar, no grain. Where did you come up with? Look, I've been on every diet, Vinny. I've done it all. I've, I've, you know, starved myself, went to the gym, worked out like an animal for months, lost the weight, got shredded, then I'm fat again. And now I feel like there's something different this time because I, it's, it's almost like I quit when I quit drugs. You know, when I quit smoking, it's like I'm yeah. done. It's not a, it's not a diet. It's not something I'm doing for a certain amount of time. I'm I, I'm just changing what I put in my body, and when you start, how did you find out about sugars and corn syrup? And I didn't know ketchup was fucking bad for you. I didn't know, you know, salad dressing was bad for you. I'm sitting there on these diets, and I'm just not eating fat and trying to work out. Like, where did you come up with this this way? No sugars, no grain. Yeah, you know, oddly enough, it happened. You know. You know, in college, I, you know, I was getting a degree at Tulane University. You know, I was there on a football scholarship, so I figured, ah, I got a free ride. I might as well learn something. And I wanted to be a school teacher and in secondary education, which I got my degree in that. But I also wanted to get a degree in, in physical education, you know, for no other reason other than the fact that I was always interested in, you know, physical education. I started pumping iron back in 19... 70 when I was like eight or nine years old. So 
I always had like this propensity to, you know, look at the stuff. And since Tulane didn't really have a physical education department, they basically put me in pre-med. So I had to go through all the anatomies, kinesiology, physiology, all this stuff for the pre-med students. And it was pissing a lot of those kids off because they were trying to get into medical school and I was setting the curve in a lot of those classes, which kind of didn't jive with those guys, but I was always asking questions. So when, when a professor would say something like, you know, your body's preferred fuel source is fat, you know, a very young Jenny Tortorich would write down, okay, my body wants to run off of fat. Okay, I got that. And then in the next breath, the same professor would say, but if you want to be able to run or do any aerobic activity, you have to take in carbohydrates. And then I would raise my hand and go, wait a minute. You just said the body preferred fat. We need fat to live. Mm. But now you're telling me that the only way I can move is if I take a carbohydrate. And they would try to explain it to me, and it was always unsatisfactory. And I'll never forget, after I finished playing football, I wasn't done with school yet. And I was doing what every college football player does. The day I quit playing ball, mm-hmm. I was still a young guy, mm-hmm. early 20s, started gaining weight. And I didn't even know. It just sneaks up on you. I went from like 225, 230 pounds playing weight, you know, ripped up like, like a freaking ape, mm-hmm. to I was getting that gut. Nothing fit. And so I did what every other kid. I, I even describe it in the book. I did what every other person that wants to lose weight will do. I went to, you know, we had all these Jewish girls from, from Great Neck, Long Island that was at Tulane, and they were just masters at diets. Right. So I went to those girls and I said, hey, how, how do you chicks lose weight? And they were like, oh, you, you got to take Dexatrim and drink Tab. <laughs> yeah, Tab was a thing back then. Right. So I went out and bought some Dexatrim and Tab and took one dose of that shit <laughs> and almost jumped out of my skin. I was like, well, that ain't going to work. So then my next move was finding out how things worked, and I went right back to my textbooks. And, you know, my textbook said, you know, dude, you know, eat fat, eat less sugar. Well, I was doing, I was doing it just the opposite. I started listening to the bodybuilders. Right. I was eating less, I was eating less sugar, but I was eating more protein. Right. You know, that's the way you do that. Because that's the way you get bigger. You know, if you want to get bigger, yeah, you eat more protein, less sugars, less fats, right? Well, yeah, and, and, the, and you know, the bodybuilding guys will tell you, you know, you got to get your muscles to grow, and you got to keep feeding it protein. You got to keep pumping iron. And right. since I was already kind of a muscle head, yeah, I started kind of following that protocol. But then I started noticing that bodybuilders are the most unhealthy people in the world. Number one, they all take drugs. Right. You know, every to a person, they every one of them. And I wasn't into that. Number two, bodybuilders only look good on the day of competition. Mm-hmm. The rest of the year, they look like shit. They bloat up. They gain weight. Mm-hmm. Their faces look like it's about to pop. You know, they just don't look good. And I wanted to walk around looking good all the time. So I knew that that wouldn't work. And that's where I figured out whenever you have a little extra fat in your diet, Mm -hmm. you feel good, you feel sated, and that kind of became my secret. Now, I didn't totally follow it on myself because I got into ultra cycling and running long distances, and I started eating sugar. So I I had like a two-prong approach. Right. 
you know, with athletes, whoever wanted to be a triathlete or a runner or a cyclist, I would have them eating more carbohydrates. But here in Hollywood, where I work with all these actresses who need to be, you know, red carpet ready and the whole thing, I would put them on, you know, just fat. Really? Just get them to drop a shit ton of weight. Just fat and they drop weight. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking, much. That, you know, I, I would that's exact it, opposite of it, what everybody tells you. I would, I called it going over to the dark side because, <laughs> you know, they were, they were going, wait a minute, you're telling me I'm not eating egg whites? I'm saying, right. no, you're eating egg yolks. I, I'm, you, we're doing just the opposite here. You're not going to feel hungry. You're not going to, you know, you're going to lose weight and you're going to be fat. And it became my secret. And that's how I traded on that secret for years. I got a caller, a guy, uh, Brian from Boston. Uh, let's have Brian uh, get in uh, to the studio right now. Um, he's got a couple questions for you about uh, general dietary health. So let's uh, let's bring him in here. Um, hang on, Vinny. I'm pushing the button. There we go. Here we go, Brian. How you doing, buddy? Bobby, hey, you're on the uh, you're on the uh, YKW did with me and uh, Vinny Totorich, uh the uh, author of the F uh, Fitness Confidentials. What's going on? All right, buddy. I got a few things. First off, what are your uh, thoughts on Quincy Mass, dude? What do you mean, Quincy Mass? You know, you're a Boston guy. What are your, what are your thoughts on the town of Quincy? I fucking love Quincy. They get they get broads that will do. they'll fuck you and then beat the shit out of you if you get out of line, and of course, Not to mention uh, the f the the uh, birthplace of uh, Dunkin' Donuts, you cock fucking sucker. Dude, I live right down the street, you fuck. What's up? Hi, buddy. Um, so my uh, mentality is, and I've learned this off of a few things, is your uh, your body is like a furnace, mm -hmm. and the more better things you put into it, the more it burns off. So basically, you know, you got to eat, you know, six small meals a day, you know, and basically, you know, in the morning you eat yogurt, you eat your fruit in the morning, and then throughout the day, all you eat is, you know, chicken and spinach, and you're good. And I, I, you know, I'm a fellow, uh, you know, former uh, fat guy, dropped, uh, you know, 80 pounds doing that, and, uh, you know, just walking and lifting, and that's where... Uh, but me, you know? here's the thing. I mean, that's all good. I've done that too, Bri. I've I've done the you know cut you know eat healthy in the morning and eat fruit and you know have your whole grains and go to the gym and fucking lift and get jacked. And I had you know, but I always I always failed, bro. I always went back because I you yeah. know this last time I found out. Oh shit, Vinny, you you said something once that there's like a Dorito. You said that. In inside of a Dorito, the, the 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 chemicals they release chemicals in your brain, and you don't have a choice. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah. Pretty much. What happens? I, I describe this all the time when I do speeches because it's something people can hang on to. Whenever you eat a, a carbohydrate, and especially one that's processed, you as soon as it, it hits your mouth, your 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 brain is al already releasing insulin and leptin and ghrelin, just to name three main hormones that it starts to release. By the time it hits your stomach, that stuff is in full force. And it conspires to tell you to eat more. The ghrelin tells your stomach that you're hungry and cavernous. Even, even if you just ate, you ever eat a Chinese meal that's high in carbs 
20 minutes later, you feel like you can eat a cow. Yeah. It, that's the ghrelin telling your stomach you're hungry, even though you just ate. What's it called? Yeah, ghrelin? I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Dude, 100%. Um, here's the thing, you know, Bri. Um, Bri, here's the thing, though. Here's, here, sure. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. Here's the thing, real quick, is that I've been on every diet. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done just protein. I've done, I've done working out and fucking, you know, no carbs. The thing that hit me with this is I was like, fuck, oh my God, I'm, sugar is killing me. But not just the white shit I put in my coffee. I was, you know, because I have to have, I put enough sugar and cream in my coffee to make it like taste like a cake. You know what I mean? Basically, what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, I'm having a, you know, nine cups of you know, cake every day. And then, yeah, yeah. And when he told me that fat was on the table, when I could have bacon, and I don't, have, I can have the egg yolks. I could have fried eggs with bacon cooked in bacon, and I could have ham, and I could have steak, and I can, and I, I just have to stay away from the carbohydrates, the grains, the corns, which make me feel they have made me unhappy my whole life. I, I've me been too, me too. Me so too. It, it's like I gave it up when he presented it like heroin. Like, look, I'm going to quit it. Yeah, I'm going to quit like heroin. I'm done. I'm not doing sugars. Any, that's my fucking heroin. I'm done. I'm not doing it. You can do it. My wife does it. Everybody, you fuck. Go ahead. I felt better. Stop, Brian, it's, it's tough. It's tough. What's that? It's tough. It's not easy, you know? It Very was... Tough. I went through DTs, Vinny. I, I called up Vinny, right? I, I was shaking and, you know, and sweating. You, you were as bad as anyone I'd ever seen because I was telling you, you know, you were like, dude, I think I have the flu. And I was like, no, 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 you'll be fine. Most people go through the DTs for maybe two, three days. You went through them for like two weeks. Right. That, that's how fucked up you were. Yeah. Um, I think Dean even had to get on the phone with you and, and talk to you off of a ledge at one point. Yeah, I thought I had the you fucking know? flu, dude. Um, I, I was going through DTs because I yeah. ate so much sugar, you know. But uh, Eric, uh, Brian, you got anything else, buddy? Yes, buddy. Not like you said, you know, love you, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, get a lot through you. We definitely can relate to a lot through what you say, buddy. Love you, buddy. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I'll see you later. No problem. Bye. Take care. So, anyways, we got a we got a few other calls, but before we're gonna get to them, we got Chris is on the line. We got Nick. We're gonna get to you in a second. But Vinny, yeah, that was the thing when you started breaking it down. Like you said, something that really hit me. It's like eating the way people ate a hundred years ago. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, the ketchup basically did not exist. Yeah, think about it. Salad dressing did not exist a hundred years ago. There, there's a lot of stuff we eat nowadays that just did not exist at the turn of the last century. And, um, you know, we started, you know, making all this processed food, we started adding sugar to it. And then at some point, uh, late 1950s, early 1960s, we decided, hey, we can, we can start adding fructose to this stuff. And that's even more of a filler and more addicting. And by the time, you know, you know, we had a sugar crunch in this country in 19, I want to say 71 or 72, most of the crop, crops got wiped out. And we started, you know, we lifted some embargo or something with, uh, you know, with foreign policy. And China started sending nothing but fructose here. And we decided to put it in everything. And that's around the time that Ansel Keys came out with his seven country study saying that, hey, we should be on low fat, you know, if you eat high fat, you're going to die of cholesterol and all that crap. That turned out not to be true. Right. You know, um, 
there, there were other studies that came out at the same time, but our government, you know, you got to remember, our government runs like a business. Okay. And when the government started making money on, you know, you know, fructose coming into this country, and when the government, you know, when, when we start growing more grains and more uh, corn, more wheat than we need so we can bargain with other countries, guess yeah. what? Yeah. The government's fat and happy, no pun intended. Uh, they see Ansel Keys coming down the pipe with the studies, and they, they're going to go with it. They build a food pyramid, and at the, the base yeah. of the food pyramid, they tell you to eat nothing but grains. You know, look at it. Even though they revived it, there's still nothing but grains on the bottom. Jesus. And that's right around the time that heart disease started going up, uh, obesity levels started going up. Now we have things, uh, you know, people can't sleep at night. They have sleep apnea. We, we have something called metabolic syndrome that covers a whole host of diseases. You know, we, we have uh, people on medications for type 2 diabetes, something that did not exist in the 70s before all of this started. Did you know anybody with type 2 diabetes? Period. No, and, and you know, it there's, a, but I didn't even yeah. know people with fucking, with, uh, whatchamacallit, with, uh, like acid reflux. Where did that, everybody I know has that. There's babies now have acid reflux. Oh. I don't remember any of that shit. Well, I don't remember. Even more, oh, it, it didn't exist. And by the way, you know, there's another one, you know, celiac disease, you know, no one could take gluten. And by the way, that's a real one. Acid reflux and gluten and all that, that's real problems from all the grain. You know, gluten comes, it's a protein found in wheat. And our bodies weren't meant to live on that much wheat. Mm -hmm. So now we have, a, we have medical problems. You know, people, you know, talk about Obamacare and this and the other thing. We got bigger problems than that. You know, look around, man. When I was a kid, if you were a 300-pound guy, you were the fattest fuck in the world. Now we know 300-pound people as being normal. Right. You know, we got five, six, seven hundred-pound people. Jesus. And it's not their fault. They don't want to be that size. Well, Bobby, let me ask you: yeah. You ever wake up in the morning ever and say, "Oh man, I'm 320 today. I'm feeling pretty good about myself." It never happened. No, I felt like shit. No. You feel like shit, and then here's the thing, though. This is what blows me away. I'm going to get to the next caller, too. Chris, we're going to get to you in two seconds. And uh, here's the thing that blew me away, but you get used to it. You get used to being 20 pounds, and then, you know what, 30 pounds, and then 40 pounds, and then all of a sudden you're 80 pounds overweight, and you're used to it. You Your jeans fit because you went out and bought bigger fucking jeans. Your belt fits because you're on a 42. Every The shirts fit because you went out and got double. You just keep adjusting your comfortability level to fit your fatness. And you don't even, it's, it, it's almost like an illusion. One day you're just fucking enormous and you don't know how to get home. And you know the only way in your head is to join one of these fucking things or go on some awful diet that's going to suck that you're just going to want to get off every fucking day and then go to the gym and work out like an athlete. I, that's a crazy... I haven't worked out once. Once. Well, yeah, hey, Bobby, let me tell you how crazy it is. Back when, when I started gaining weight after football, I went from like 228 or 232 or something like that yeah. to 270 in no time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was a guy that was still kind of pumping iron and hoping I didn't really have to. I was out of football. And I was sitting at a place called Camellia Grill in Uptown New Orleans. I had a milkshake in front of me. I had a cheeseburger in front of me. 
and I had a little chick from uh, Long Island named Janie Friedland sitting next to me. And I said, Janie, you know, uh, I, I got to be careful. I got to quit putting my jeans in a dryer because uh, I think the dryer is shrinking them up. Right. And she, she started smirking into her milkshake. And I said, what? Well, what's up? She goes, right. oh, sweetie, <laughs> you, you, you know, you're getting fat. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? I'm getting fat. I literally went home. I got naked and I stood in front of a mirror right. and I pointed at myself in a mirror and said, this ain't happening. Right. This ain't happening today. And that's when I started doing what I started doing. It was back in 1983. All right. With that, let's go to, let's that's go to Chris right now is about, is, he's got a question about diet and recovery. Uh, Chris, what's up, okay. buddy? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Um, I, I think just before I qu question, I think a lot of the problems, especially now, is that we live in such an instant society. And, uh, you know, I'm a father of two boys, and I work at 6 in the morning. When I, on my weeks that I have them, mm -hmm. I don't have time for myself to get up, make a breakfast. You know, and I, I'm lucky that their mom feeds them when I drop them off before work, but... Um, you know, it's just, it's such a hard thing to maintain, you know, because I have all intentions of having a good omelet with spinach and, you know, a couple of eggs in the morning. But I don't want to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning either to, to make myself a good breakfast. So I usually end up grabbing some uh, crap food on the way uh, at a drive-thru on the way to work. And then I get home and my and my kids... You know, I get home from work, pick them up from the moms, and then I get home, and then they have bedtime in a couple hours. Well, I got to make something quick. I remember when my mom made uh, supper; it was it took an hour and a half just for her to like ground the beef and cook everything. And you know, meals back then took a lot more time. But it's just from for myself, I'm finding a hard time finding a good balance on my off weeks. I have no problem going to the gym. I have a gym membership that I then, you know, when I go regularly, and then when it's my off, when it's my weeks with my kids, then I, I, I can't own time to go to the gym. I don't have time to eat properly because I'm rushed. I got to get, take care of them. So, you know, is there any way to find like a real sweet balance of juggling kids and, uh, you know, anything like that. You, Bob, do you want me to take this? Yeah, yeah, you take it. I'm a fatso. You're in shape. You have abs. I'm looking at your abs on your book. <laughs> Here's what you got to do, man. Um, you know, believe it or not, cracking eggs into a pan and letting them fry up doesn't take much more time than grabbing a bowl, putting cereal in it, or whatever you were doing before. It really doesn't take much more time. And if it does, if for some odd reason it takes longer for eggs to cook at your house than my house, <laughs> boil them. You, you can boil them two days in advance. Have, boil a dozen at a time when you know your kids are going to come because it's a good snack for them, too. It, yeah. Two eggs in a pan and eating the yolks and everything boiled is much better than any kind of grain you can put in your body. Uh, also, start looking at high fat pieces as, as a... Um, as a fast food. Always have good cheeses. I'm not talking about that crappy spiced cheese, you know, chemical laced cheese. Go have cheese sitting in your fridge that you can go to as yeah. a fast food. Have real peanut butter, not the fakey, jiffy kind of crappy stuff. Have the real stuff. 
sitting in your fridge where you can have you can uh, you you can mix uh, maybe some uh, mascarpone with uh, a little scoop of peanut butter, quick snack right before dinner. Um, you know there are tons of things you can do that that can usurp the problem of time. Yeah, and I guess my my motivation or my problem is my motivation to sustain a healthy lifestyle. I mean, it's been, I'm 40 years old. I think over the last 10 years, I've gone from 220 to 306. And when I was wow. uh, 220, and it's it's just, you know, I've gone through a couple of relationships. I've, uh, when I was single, I was at my best. And then, you know, you get into a relationship, you get lazy, you, you fall apart, and yeah. then you get content. And it's, it's, uh, but here's the deal, brother. Check this out. That. Listen, bro, the, Chris, you, you do get yeah. content. You do get comfortable. You do put on weight and you do say, fuck it. But now here's the thing. You can also say with this, with what I did in this book and with what he's kind of telling you, wake up in the morning and throw some fried eggs in. Take a piece of ham. Throw that in there, too. Fried eggs and ham. This is what it did for me. I'm not hungry 30 minutes later. I'm not hungry two hours later. I'm hungry, you know, five hours later at lunchtime. I'm not overeating. It fills me. The fat filled me and made me content so I didn't have to feel empty. And feeling empty for somebody who's recovering or has addiction problems or is depressed or feels shitty about themselves... Feeling empty, you know, uh, you know, psychologically or physically, is a bad thing, and we usually fill it with food. So, dude, well, and, um, to, and that's the thing too is feeling empty. Because sorry, Bobby, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, it's okay. But uh, you know, I've 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 gone through uh, a divorce. Well, I'm going through one right now. Right. I uh, quit smoking. I was a smoker for 17 years. That's quit great. Smoking almost four years ago. Awesome. Good for you, bro. And then also, I. <laughs> I, I used to have a big porn addiction, and I quit porn. Right, you're, so all the you're things a pussy. that I used to I don't do tell you to do that. my time. I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, uh, <laughs> He's not even listening. I, I've, you know, <laughs> I, I fill that time in with food, well, I guess, and that's it's kind of it's my boredom thing too, and that's where I've portion control too. Well, the, issue. Here, first of all, congratulations on quitting smoking and, and quitting porn. That's fantastic. Uh, porn is a tough one. I haven't quit that one yet. Vinny, have you quit that one yet? Oh God, no! no if, I, if I quit that, I'll, I'll go back to eating Doritos. <laughs> no, but good. it's hard, man. It's- yeah, it's, it's definitely hard. Um, but here's the thing, bro. You, you, I get to eat more food and better food, but. I don't overeat anymore. It's a weird thing. It's not something I tried not to do. It's just something that happened where I was full. When you feel full, you don't want to eat. It's not something that your brain, even your addiction, can overcome. If you feel full, even if you're depressed, you're not going to eat for some reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and when I yeah. started, when I, after the third week or the fourth week, and I the the, the poisons were coming out of my body, um, and I, believe me, dude, I had to reach out too. Don't think that you can just do this on your own. Stopping sugar is stopping all no. this stuff. Every I had to, I needed help, and I reached out to Vinny and Dean and everybody. But all of a sudden, I started feeling better internally, not externally. Inside, my my bones, my joints, my my inside felt better. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I've I've been listening to the podcast for the last three and a half years, and so I've kind of walked with you through your journeys and your struggles. Right. And I mean, I was like totally listening to you. I'm like, I get it. You know, I totally know what you're talking about, and right. all the South Beach and everything else that you were trying and. And I was kind of there too. So, I mean, I'm kind of at that point where I'm just like, oh, I, just, I need to make a lifestyle change. And get, it's just hard. Get this book, bro. Get this book. Get, there. get this book. Go to the Facebook page and, you know, and talk to Vinny too. Vinny, he, can he talk to you on Twitter? Yeah, you're, yeah I'm on Twitter. Not only Twitter. Yeah, you, you can talk to me on Twitter. There's a Facebook group that... It's, it's actually called Vinnie Tortorich's No Sugars, No Grains. Absolutely free. That people go to. It's not even my group. I'm a member like everyone else. And there's like, I don't know, close to 3,000 people in that group. And, and they will welcome you. With, it sounds like you're kind of white knuckling your diet right now. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that. You know, think about it. it. It would be like telling an alcoholic who's been clean for a year, okay, now you can have one drink a day, but then that's it. That's what you're doing with your diet. Yeah. And these people can help you through that. Right. Um, so that's a good place to start. You can also go to vinnytotteries.com. There's a lot of free stuff there. We do these 101 courses where you can learn what to buy for your house to eat, how to cook it. Um, the book is a great place to start because the book is kind of a kick in the butt. The book is called Fitness Confidential. It will tell you exactly what you need to do. It will tell you how to get a gym membership. It teaches you how to wipe your ass. The book doesn't leave anything <laughs> Yeah, and then he's got his podcast too, which is you can. What are the two yeah. podcasts he should listen to to help him get get going, get motivated? Well, we have two of them that we we call the one on one series. One is called uh, NSNG, No Sugars, No Grains, one on one. Look that one up. We have it at vinnytotteries dot com, so you can go right right to it. We also have another one called. Uh, how to set up your kitchen 101, 101 kitchen, so that you can figure out what to throw. Like, literally, you're going to have to go through your pantry and throw shit away. You know, and don't start thinking, oh, I'll just kind of gradually eat this stuff. If it's crap, get rid of it. <laughs> nice. So you pay right. 40 or 50 bucks worth of crap away, but guess what? Wouldn't you pay 40 or 50 bucks if someone told you you could be thin and get in shape? You, you, you spit yeah. out a heartbeat. Absolutely, and uh, it, it makes sense. Uh, another question, I don't want to tie up too much time. I was just going to ask, like, I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old, like I said, that have a, a week-on, week-off thing with mom. And so when when they're at my house and I'm trying to maintain positive uh, eating habits and, and, you know, following the guidelines or whatever, how do I get them to follow along suit? Because they're only six and two, and I don't want to make double meals. Do you have a good relationship with your ex? Uh, we don't want to, we don't hate each other, but it's <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we talk. you might, you might, you know, one of the things that could happen, is, and look, I know it's not easy, but you know, one of the things you could do is if you start losing weight, trust me, she's a woman, and she's going to say to you, "Hey, you're looking better. What are you doing?" And you can say, "Well, I'm doing this." And by the way, when the kids are over at my house. They've been eating this way too, you know. And there's nothing mm-hmm. better than to get into this type of eating early because they're finding all kinds of behavioral problems in schools with kids, you know, <laughs> getting the right food. Yeah. Know? Okay. 
All right, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Bye, buddy. Yeah, just do it by example, man. That's, yeah, that's, dude. That's the way to do it. Yeah, dude. Just you know what? Do it. Fuck. Just do it, bro. Get the book. Get on it. And it's it quit. You quit your drug. Stop playing the game. Don't be in the game. Just get out of the game. You can't use sugar and grains. You can't eat carbs. You can't have all the bullshit that other people... But who gives a fuck? You can have everything else. And the, believe me, there's a lot. Once you start learning what you can have and what you can't, you, it's crazy. And you, It's almost like when you quit smoking. It's like, what the... F I can't even imagine. Imagine smoking around your kids. Oh, no. Exactly. No. It's the same thing with this shit food, these shit sugars and all this crap uh, that they've been feeding us. It's the same feeling after uh, a couple months. You're like, what the fuck was I thinking? All right, buddy. Thanks a lot for calling. We're going to get to Nick right now. Hey. hey um, what's up? You got one more? Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Um, Vinny, we got a call. He's been on for 20 minutes, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm gonna to get to this guy right now. Okay, he's got a he's got a question okay, about cool. yeah, bring him up. He's got a question about juicing, which is interesting. Okay, yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, answers about juicing. So okay, let's, hear it. let's get. Uh, hey, Nick, hey, what's up? Going? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Nick. All right, how you doing, Bobby? How you doing, Benny? Um, what's it called? Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't a big guy. I'm like 20, 20 years old. But you know, like I was a stand up skinny when I sat down. I had like a nice gut and kind of bothered me. Mm -hmm. So I tried uh, the juicing diet, and you know what? I like it worked pretty well. I mean, I shit my brains out. But uh, it, uh, what's it called? Like you felt better after a week when the first couple of days you were kind of going nuts because you weren't eating. You were just drinking this shit. But after like a week or so, you started feeling better. And then you know, after I lost a little bit of weight, I was like, all right, like let me have a cheeseburger. It won't be that bad. And then I just felt awful after eating it and I realized I just couldn't go back to that and that's what just helped me eat better and you know and just get get into like a decent weight and like, in like great shape right now I don't know if you guys have ever tried that well juicing are you still on a juicing diet Is are you still juicing all the time no, you know what I would do though. I would uh, I, I started off like small because I didn't want to do the fasting because that was too crazy. So I just would have a juice for lunch, and then I uh, it wasn't like giving me results, and so then I did it like for three days in a row of just doing that, and then it, it started like it really made a difference for me, like dramatically. I, I lost like twenty pounds within that week, and uh, I don't know. I, I just started feeling a lot better. You just felt kind of more refreshed. You woke up feeling better. I wasn't tired all the time. And I, I thought it was just helping out a lot. And then and when I tried eating back to the way I used to eat, I forget a burger. Fuck it, I can handle it. When I went back to that, it just it just ruined my day. I just got a headache. I got immediately sick. And yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I did the juicing okay, too. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Vinny. Go, go ahead, Bobby. I just want to say I did the juicing. You know, I, I do. Uh, Who's going? You or me? Bobby, what the you. fuck is? <laughs> I just want to say real quick, Vin. I hate fucking juicing. No. I've done it. It fucking killed me mentally. It, it felt like I was being tortured. Uh, I, 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 I would rather have you waterboard me than fucking just juice for four days. It killed me. And it made me want to go have a pizza when I was done. But go ahead, Vinny. Yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing with juicing. Um, I get this question probably more than any other question. When people are having a horrible diet that's full of hamburgers and all this kind of crap, all this fast food and, you know, all the, you know, they'll start juicing. And even though juice has a lot of sugar in it, uh, it's also a lot of uh, water and it's also a lot of vitamins in it. And they'll start feeling better and they will crap their brains out and they will lose some of the inflammation in their body and they'll feel better. But what happens is because 
juice is so high in concentrated sugars, that same thing that felt good for four days, five days, two weeks, yeah. will then begin to peter out and then almost turn on you. Um, you, you never know of anyone that goes past a couple of weeks in some kind of weird juicing diet. And yeah, they, they will always tell you, although you understand, I lost 25 pounds, I lost 30 pounds, but you know, they don't keep that weight off. You can't sustain life on a juice. Uh, you, you just can't, it's not healthy for you. Now, I will throw this caveat in there. There is 20% of the population, and by the way, I've talked to Dr. Peter Atia about this, uh, Dr. Um, Timothy Noakes, two of the foremost authorities on the planet on this type of stuff, and they agree with me that it's somewhere between 20 and 30% of the population who can eat sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar. That's why we see some some of these vegans who are perfectly thin, and then you'll see other vegans who are perfectly fat. You know, <laughs> it doesn't work for everyone. Right. Um, and the reason you felt bad when you went back to the hamburger is because that stuff is full of chemicals. It's full of crap. If you're eating a McDonald's or any of this fast food crap, there's more problems. That's why you got the headache. That's why you felt like crap. That's not what we're talking about here. You know, we're talking about eating good, healthy fats, not fast food fats. What's a good, healthy no, yeah, fat? Absolutely. I understand that. What's a good, healthy oh, fat? Vinny, what's a good, healthy fat? Mm-hmm. Vinny. Say again? You're cutting out. Vinny, yeah. what's a good, healthy fat? Uh, the only bad fats are the ones that are, you know, whenever you read uh, saturated, poly, polyunsaturated, or, uh, you know, you have these partially hydrogenated, whenever you see partially hydrogenated or hydrogenated oils, that's bad fats. That's the shit that will raise your triglycerides. That's the shit that will cause heart disease. You can actually have saturated fats. You can have fats from meat. You can have fats from dairy. You can have fats from, you know, anything. And you will be healthy. Now, you know, it, you know, people will say, well, wait, aren't the LDLs bad, you know, because fat also carries with the cholesterol, which we need to live. We need cholesterol. But people have this thing in their brain about LDLs. They'll go, well, wait a minute. LDLs are supposed to be bad for you. And if you have too many LDLs, they will kill you. Well, again, that's not true because within LDLs, you have two types. You have large particle and small particle. And large particles are usually, they're fluffy, and they don't stick to the walls of your arteries. They don't kill you. The small particles usually come in combination with things like um, triglycerides, which is what you get from eating too much sugary crap. Your body will change it into a fat and change it into a triglyceride, and it will, it will be mingling around in your blood with the small particles, and that's what ends up killing people, not the other way around. Maybe I went off on a tangent with that, but I always like to explain that. When you ask me about good fats and bad fats, you only have to worry about the hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated fats. Right. And here's the thing, too. Nick, I, 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 I hate the juice diet, but I love juicing. I love getting a juice for a meal now. Like for lunch, or yeah, I'll go in and grab a green blast, fucking whatever the fuck it is. I love it now. I got a, I got a, uh, what are those? The, the uh, Nutribullet. 
is one oh of the. Oh my god, those are delicious! It's the best thing I ever got for a fat guy. If you don't own a Nutribullet <laughs> for a, and you're fat, you sh- you're a fucking idiot. That's like a magician not having a deck of cards. Because you can take yeah. vegetables right out of your fridge, cucumber, uh, apple, a pear, uh, lettuce, kale, throw it in this thing, a little water, a little ice, and it is amazing. It tastes great, and it fills you up, and it hydrates you, which is one of the most amazing feelings I've ever felt is being hydrated immediately, like better than water. So I, well, I yeah, absolutely. I just... I, I just thought it, you know what it did? It just cleared out my system for like me not to go back to eating like shit. I don't, I don't, I don't juice as much as I should be, or or, or like, or whatever, as you're supposed to. I want to uh, like now I'm more conscientious about I eat. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I eat something better instead of going for the quick thing. Right. You know, I'll prepare something nice for myself. Right. That's good. I thank. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bobby. You, you said something I need to add to this. Yeah. You know, juicing comes in two forms. When you put it in the neutral bullet and you grind up the fiber with the juice. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. When you go to a juice bar and they press it out. Yeah. You know, they do the pressing method and there's no fiber. Yeah. Uh, that's like taking a shot of sugar. So the way Bobby's doing it is correct. Right. Eating the whole thing. Correct? Yeah, you okay, want to have all the, the fruit in there with the juice. All right, right now, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling, man. I really appreciate it. All right, take it easy, Bobby. Um, take it easy, guys. We're going to go right now. We have our special uh, our special uh, screener. We have Linda on the line. We have a hot chick that called in, Vinny. So we're going to get to her in a Wait second. A Wait, we got one hot chick. I don't know if she's hot, but she said our, our, our guest celebrity screener, Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine, uh, which I have. I don't have a photo of him, but I do have this. Uh, shot of him on the video camera, if you can see it. But um, <laughs> so, uh, Doctor Steve, <laughs> I have Doctor, <laughs> I have Doctor Steve, uh, Doctor Steve. You, uh, you, you and Vinny have never talked, but Doctor Steve is. Look, if I have any questions in my life about anything, the universe, um, medically, he is one of the just a genius. And and Vinny, you're you're kind of a genius too when it comes to this, but. Uh, did you hear that about the um, the fats and the uh, the uh, the juicing and all that, Steve? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I was bit, I was busy call screening, but uh, a, a couple of things. The Nutribullet is awesome, but it's not a juicer; it's a blender. And the nice thing about it is, if you put you know uh, something in there, you will get almost all the nutrition out of it. If you just eat a leaf of spinach. You know, it, you'll you've noticed this. You see some of it in your shit the next day, and you, that means that you haven't used all of that, and you haven't digested it all. And there's a, a some of it, of course, is indigestible. Uh, but if you uh, blend it in a Nutribullet or something like it, you will get a lot more nutrition out of this stuff. And uh, you know, I'm sneaking spinach and carrots and kale and all kinds of stuff into my kids diet and i throw a banana in there and a little for them a little yogurt and uh some uh, soy milk and they have no idea that they're getting uh you know some real nutrition they just think uh, dad's making them a smoothie right um now the the thing about uh the low the uh, what vinny's talking about I I can't argue with really anything that he's saying, because, and so I, I know it makes for a, a, a shitty show when you've got two <laughs> guests on, they both agree, but 
my my take on this has always been that our ancestors grew up in an environment that was very low in carbohydrates. Our, you know, and I'm not talking a hundred years ago. I'm talking about you know ten thousand years ago. Right. We evolved in an environment that had lean animal protein because the animals weren't eating good either, and green leafy vegetables. And then every once in a while, when the grasses were uh, going to seed, they would. Yeah, and you'll be fine. I'm good, dude. We're back. The video is going to suck for people. Uh, I apologize. Uh, Look, I apologize for the video. We're going to work the video out. The, the, the whole thing flipped around, but now we're back in. Anyways, uh, I didn't get, I, I got a, I got a, uh, about the kids. That's all. <laughs> Vinny, you there? Oh, that's it? Is Vinny? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm right Vinny. Here. Well, Vinny and I have just been having a conversation. I, I I went on a five minute soliloquy about low carb diet and our fucking ancestors, and you didn't hear any of it. <laughs> that was, you know what? I think God shut the fucking podcast down. <laughs> and by, by the way, he was talking about how cool I am. He was like, no, Vinny and I agree on everything. I love this guy. I, I swear, I think he wanted to ask me out on a date at some point, and nobody heard any of it. <laughs> That's right. All right, listen, why don't, we, why don't we go to hot... Verbally blowing. <laughs> <laughs> you were verbally blowing? Well, look at his abs. Why? Who wouldn't? Um, let's go to Linda. Yeah, I'm, I'm hot. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Linda right now, guys. Hang on, right? Stay online. Uh, Linda, Linda, you there? Yes, sir. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I was wondering if low carb diet is healthy for you long term. Uh, um, yes, absolutely. Um, now, when you when you say low carb, you know a lot of people think low carb means Atkins and this and that the whole thing. Uh, remember, when you're eating low carb. You know, pe people like to pigeonhole everything into some kind of category. They'll go, oh, what are you doing, the Atkins? Oh, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're doing the this, or are you doing the Jenny Craig? We're, we're, we're talking about a lifestyle of eating fresh, whole foods all the time. Right. Um, you're talking about fresh, whole vegetables. You're talking about fresh, whole fruit. You're talking about avocados. You're talking about red meat. You're talking, we're talking fish, poultry. You know, how can any of that be bad for you? <laughs> Long term. If I could throw something in there. Um, yeah. What I see people, they'll say, well, I'm doing Adkins, and they're just eating bacon and steak and nothing else. And actually, sure. Adkins... Uh, the original Atkins diet was uh, green leafy vegetables and lean animal protein. And it's just through word of mouth. You know, these people who were just eating bacon and, and steak were not reading the book. They just heard about it from somebody else. And, well, yeah, uh, that, well, that's what happens. Uh, people, they, thank you for bringing that up, Steve. People, they'll go, wait a minute. Uh, you're doing what? You can eat bacon? And then, you know, like I say in Fitness Confidential, people always want to know what they can eat with absolute impunity. Right. And that's not what we're talking about here. This is not a five-minute diet. This, I don't even call what I do a diet. We call it a lifestyle. Yeah. We're, we're, we're reprogramming your life. Sorry, I didn't right. mean to cut you off, Steve. But no, 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 not at all. You know, quote-unquote fad diets where you lose 20 pounds over four weeks – 
I always have an issue with that because when I was doing family medicine, I would see people go on liquid diets. They would do this or that, something they read on the Internet or in Women's Daily or whatever, and they would lose the the weight, and then they would go right back to eating what they were eating before, and they would gain all of it back plus 10 pounds. That, 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 that's and I would tell people, yeah. tell them, well, that, if, if you... If if uh, if I told you I could give you a pill that would guarantee you that you would gain 10 pounds, would you take it? And they would say, well, hell no. And it's like, well, then why are you doing these things, you know? Linda. And uh, our ancestors grew up in an environment <laughs> where they had carbohydrates only a very small part of the time. Now, uh, you know, it, it, and I'm talking not 100 years ago. 10,000 years ago. This Bobby, when, when you had the technical difficulty, this part that you didn't hear. I, I, I knew you were going to try to get it back in. I knew you were going to get it back in. They would have, <laughs> well, they would have had lean animal protein and right. green leafy vegetables. Right. And then every once in a while, when the grasses went to seed, they would eat grains. And if berries were out, they would have some concentrated carbohydrates. But the rest of the time, the hunter-gatherers you know, were eating a, a basically a low-carb diet. Now, right. that's what we were attuned to eating, and I now people on Twitter make fun of me, and they'll say, "Well, you know, their lifestyle, or you know, their lifespan was only 35 years." But what increased our lifespan wasn't medicine, and it wasn't a diet, really. It was, um, uh, you know, sanitation, where we learned how to keep the shit out of our food supply. And that, <laughs> when we invented sewers, that's when our lifespan went from 35 to almost 70, almost overnight. So anyway. Um, Linda, but, did that uh, help? Linda. Linda. Yes, it wait, did. wait, wait, Steve. I, I want to I add one more thing to what Steve was saying. <laughs> um, Steve, we finally almost disagree on something. Um, you know, the last hunter-gatherer society were the Inuits. And when they were studied in the early 1900s, uh, which is very recent in our, in our history as human beings, right. they found that they would give all the lean meat to their dogs to keep their dogs alive, and they would right. eat fatty meat. Right. Yeah. So to say that people just ate lean meat, they would actually eat the fatty part of the meat because that was the good, healthy meat, and it would yeah. give the lean meat to the, the, the animals, which well, is I think just it's the opposite. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about, you know, Native Americans particularly lived in a in a, a place where unless they had bison, most of the the meat that they had was lean because they the animals weren't eating well either. You know, deer out in the in the woods living in a normal uh environment, uh unlike the the one today where they've got you know, where they can poach on people's uh, uh gardens, you know, were probably yeah. pretty but uh, yeah. Listen uh, guys, 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 guys because they seem to have been um uh, conditioned to to, Hello. to eat a lot of, of fat. All right, yeah, you, all right, you guys are jerking each other off with facts. Listen, um, <laughs> I, Linda, are you good? <laughs> so good. Yes, I'm fine. I'm perfect. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to go to the next call. We got two more calls, and that's it. But I, I do want to say something. We're going to go to uh, we're going to go to John and then Todd. Uh, but I want to say something that, to both of you guys. That I, I'll be honest too. This, and this is the thing about this. It's it's a it's a lifestyle. When you told me that I wasn't on a diet, that this is just the way I'm going to live, and this is the way I have to live from now on, and this is the food I can eat, it's but that that made it so much easier for me. But it also, I had to learn how to eat. Like I had to learn about food. Now, like now, I I eat too much fat. I I don't eat enough 
good fat. I don't need enough avocado or you know fish fat or you know chicken. And I'm eating you know pretty much red meat, and I have bacon and stuff. And I, I I'm going a little overboard with that. But I did it, and now that I feel better. This is the process of the way this way of living kind of helps me. Now that I feel better, I can wean myself off of that bacon and the bad fat and kind of get more fish and, and, and avocados and good fats into my life easier. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. If I, I'm saying I, I, I kind of no, fuck. You, know, you, you kind of use it as a gateway. Yes. Yes, I use it as a gateway. And you there's yeah. no mistakes. That's another thing. You go, look, you're going to fuck up. Just don't just don't eat sugar again. Just that's it. Just keep getting back on the horse. Yeah. Absolutely. And Dr. Steve. And, and by the way. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Steve, are you there? Do we yeah. lose Steve? Go ahead, Benny. No, Steve? go ahead, Benny. He said by the way. Uh, if you ever want to have a jerk off session, we would love to have you on the Angriest Trainer podcast because uh, you're right up my alley. And by the way, I'm, I would love to invite myself onto your show because I think Absolutely. Robert here, you and I could just sit around and have a circle jerk, you know, <laughs> well, and talk to each other with all this information. Honest, honest, and leave this cock blocking comedian out of it. Honest to God. Well, yeah. first of all, <laughs> I, without me, I'm the fat guy here. You need me, both of you. <laughs> Okay. Without me, you guys just. Unfortunately, Steve, I think he's right. Yeah, yeah. Without me, it's just two uh, healthy dudes talking to each other. <laughs> um, but you absolutely you, like. Listen to me. I've been I've been looking at the sound waves of my voice for the last ten minutes, and it's just you two. Because, you, like I said, you guys. I if I was a if I'm listening now, I would get Doctor Steve's Twitter, and I would get Vinny's Twitter, and these are the guys that I use to better my life you need help and that's the one thing fat people want to do it on their own in secret just the same way we got fat in secret in private we want to get in shape and show the world fuck you reach out for help go to Vinny's page tweet him tweet Dr. Steve ask your questions ask me I've been answering questions for the last fucking three weeks uh, so get help. That's another big thing. Let's go to John uh, real quick. John has a question about Atkins. Uh, John, what's up? Hey, hey Bobby. I hope uh, hope, hope your career goes better than your cell phone coverage there too. Now you know what, dude. It's it's <laughs> Dr. Steve. It's terrible. You're right. And Doctor Steve probably shouldn't be screening calls as for your dick size either. So you know you might want to check into that. But uh, you had quickly, uh, you had 14 minutes to come up with those. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Um, I have the kids half week on, week off. Right? I don't have them all the time. And when I do, they come home with different, you know, taste and different, you know, the mom hasn't eaten some kinds of bullshit. You know, how, how I stay on pace that week, it's like a complete shock to my system having to go out and buy the, the shit they need. And I'm, I'm doing, uh, you know, lean, I'm doing an Atkin-ish type thing. Hmm. How do you guys find that? Or advice? Give me advice on that. Oh, I don't even know what Jolene is. Uh, what, can you give me an idea? Well, so, uh, you know, chicken breast, you know, again, it's, when I say Atkins, it's not what you were talking about earlier with, uh, you know, just bacon and steak every fucking day, right? It's, uh, you know, just, it's lean. It's it's lots of uh, salads without all the carby uh, components of it, right? So just, you know, it, it's a, a kind of a, a traditional Atkins diet, with, which uh, Dr. Steve was talking about earlier. 
Well, it, it sounds like if you're saying lean, I keep hearing lean in there, and that's usually where people mess up because if you're going lean and you're not having carbohydrates, that means you're taking in a lot of extra protein, and two things happen uh, very assiduously. One is if you have too much protein, and I think a good doctor will back me up on this, if you have too much protein, the first thing that happens is once your body, once your bloodstream has what, what it needs, uh, our livers are very, very good at converting the rest of that to a sugar and storing it uh, in your, uh, and once it turns into a sugar, it's gonna turn into a triglyceride that's gonna be stored in your fat cells as a long chain triglyceride, which as the great Gary Tops figured out, once it's in there as a long chain triglyceride, it doesn't wanna come out. That's a very fancy answer for saying, eat more fat with your protein. Gotcha. Hey, what about the whole kids thing, right? Like, uh, you know, if you're the only guy in the house or when your kids come over, you know, like I'm on that sixth or seventh day, I have them in the week, right? And they're eating yeah. whatever the mom wants them to eat and so forth. It, it's like it, those two days are the worst days of my life because it's like being around like a drug addict when you've been, you know, uh, clean for five years, you know? Well, do, do they eat clean with you and not clean with the wife? Is that what I'm hearing? I do my best, but you guys are dudes, right? You guys have kids. You send them, send them out, right? And they come back and they're screaming and yelling. It's like you gotta, you gotta. I'll do my best. I do my best, right? Yeah, you, you gotta. You know, kids are resilient, man. Look, you know, when they're with you, let them eat the way you want them to eat, and you know, you really can't do anything about what your wife is doing. You know, if you could, if you could have controlled her, you'd still be with her. I, I'm being funny right now. Um, <laughs> The bottom line is you got to do what you can do when they're with you. And, I, you know, I, I wish I was, I was Dr. Drew and I could tell you exactly what you're going to tell her, but, you know, I, I can't. I'm not him. Steve, what do you do? Thank you, Dr. What do uh, I do? What do I do? No, Steve, what do you do? You with your kids? Well, I have, I'm married and I live with my wife, so we just, yeah, but, uh, I mean, are you just saying, what do I do in general? Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're married. Uh, I mean, how do you, how do you, do you give your kids just shit food or you try to, I know you said that you, you try to blend good oh. stuff in. I mean, you know, you try to fool them into eating healthy, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I we're all kind of whole grains if we eat grains and, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get them conditioned, you know. One thing that I always recommended to people, and Vinny won't like this one too much, but I, I, I think as a bridge, he, he might agree with us. I like the Sugar Busters diet, which was no uh, processed flour. It was all brown, no white bread, but brown bread. No white potatoes, but sweet potatoes. No white rice, but brown rice. And uh, and and very low in processed sugars and stuff, and and that's kind of the diet I've got my kids on as a lifestyle. Just hoping that they will, when they get into college, kind of choose a, a healthier diet. But uh, you know, it's um, my kids uh, genetically are thin. I was 122 all the way through college, even though I ate whatever the fuck I wanted to, and uh, they're kind of taken after me. So you know, I'm. Uh, we're not thanks, real, thanks, real Dr. Steve. Uh, Bobby and I can really appreciate that. Yeah, as big boys, we really appreciate it. <laughs> well, here's a, here's <laughs> the thing. I, I know I've won twenty. Fuck off. Listen, here's the thing. I, I want to tell you this, and and, <laughs> and we're going to go to Todd. We're getting to you right now. Honest to God, it. I'm, I'm treating this like. 
I, I treated cigarettes, like I treated drugs. You know what I mean? Like I treated alcohol because me being happy or me being miserable, me being sad, me being depressed, me being feeling like shit is the same feelings I had when I did drugs, when I drank. You understand? The, being fat and yep. not having control and looking in the mirror and, and not feeling good 24 hours a day. Feeling sad and then trying diet after fucking diet and, and way, just looking for a way out so I can just be who I was fucking supposed to be before I put all this shit in my body. Okay? And so you're thinking about, don't worry about your kids. You buy the food that you eat and that's your food. You can't have the heroin. You can't have the cereal. You can't have the, 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 the bun with the hamburger like them. And, you know, they say something in the program, AA a lot. Um, they, you know, it's, it's attraction rather than promotion. I believe in that. And I believe that in every aspect of life. You're going to show your kids. Let them have what they... My wife can eat what she wants. I, she does. She's not on this, and it's not a diet. It's a way of living. I'm doing this. I'm doing this for me. I'm not playing the game. I'm not on a diet. I'm not doing this for a certain amount of time. I'm out of the game. I'm learning how to live my life, okay? And that sugar and those carbs and that bullshit is I can't have it. That's it. You can. I can't. So don't worry about that. Eat the way you need to eat and, 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 and get out of the game, bro. Be happy. Now you can be happy. And it's it, all right. I'll talk to you later, man. Yep. All right, we got uh, one more call uh, right here. Todd wants to know about uh, a diet. Like I, you know, Vinny, I, I, like you always, Todd, you're on the line. I, I always say it's the the best thing you ever said to me yeah. that it's not yeah, a we're here. it's not a diet. That was the greatest thing you said to me. You're not going on a diet, fatso. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I don't remember calling you fat show, though. Uh, that, that's, I, what, that's what I heard in my head. <laughs> um, Todd, okay. what, Todd, ask your question, Todd. Yeah, hey, I got a question. I just started out uh, oh, about three or four months ago on a, uh, on a, like a testosterone replacement, uh, not d d just medically, not for anabolic-wise or anything like that. I was low, and uh, I'm not... Obese or anything like that. I'm I'm five ten. I'm two fifteen. I lift every day, and I do a half hour of cardio every day. I still got a gut on me. My my diet's particular. Uh, every morning I have steel cut oatmeal with uh, some cranberry juice for lunch. It's a bar, uh, a protein bar. Uh, snacks are usually protein, uh, and then like for oh well, supper I try to eat clean, but I've got kids too. But that doesn't mean I have to eat what they eat. But I'll eat. Uh, uh, protein, a vegetable, a fruit. Try to stay away from potatoes or anything white, like Steve says. But my triglycerides are a fucking dumpster fire, and I don't know what to do about them. I mean, I can I take meds to control them now, but I, I don't know what else to do. Or what should I? What should I be eating or not be eating? Well, you're setting yourself up for failure when you have a steel cut oatmeal in the morning, because. Uh, I got a feeling you're not eating it plain, number one. You're probably putting either honey or uh, brown sugar, I'm suspecting, or maybe even raisins or currants or something on it, right? I'll put cinnamon on it, and that's it. Okay. Well, even if you're putting no sugar on it, which is odd because most people put some form of sugar, 
And, you know, as far as any kind of brain goes, you, you're, you're doing better than most. You won't get exactly the same spike you would get from straight sugar or a piece of bread. But right. the bottom line is, your body is, you know, you're going to get uh, you know, some sort of insulin is going to have to be released to cover that. And once that, that's released, uh, your gut ain't going away. Um, that's number one. Number two, you're backing it up with a protein bar, and uh, there is no protein bar that's just protein that right, I know right. of. Most of them have right. sugar and crap in them. And right. again, you know, we were talking about partially hydrogenated oils. Ta-da! You just found some right there in what's supposed to be called, quote-unquote, a health food bar. So, you know, you, you're screwing up twice before you get to dinner. Um, mm -hmm. if, if you want to get rid of that gut, immediately start eating eggs for breakfast eggs are a complete protein you know how you read you know if you go to the gym and you're taking testosterone and all that stuff you ever read uh oh man you need you know you see these gym rats you're going bro you need to take uh you need to take uh your branch chain amino acids bcaas and you need to take this and that an egg has every amino acid known to man in nature an egg <laughs> and it's healthy and it's good for you and I'm not talking egg whites here, I'm talking the whole egg. Right, so if, right. If you got to top of three or four uh, whole eggs tomorrow, you won't even be thinking about lunchtime. And you might for a couple of days, as Bobby would tell you, you go through like a, a period of, you know, your body freaking out. But once you get over that, you know, you're, you're putting nutrients, you're putting, you know, big time macronutrients in your body. Mm that will give you gym workouts like you've never had before. And I will, I'm not a doctor, maybe Dr. Steve wants to uh, chime in on this, but I will say this about taking testosterone just to get it up to some level that it used to be at. There is no free lunch in nature. There is no free lunch. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, if, if, you, if you're taking testosterone, even if it's a, a doctor-measured amount and there's nowhere near what the bodybuilders are taking, because those guys are taking 10, 20, 30 times as much. Right. There is no free lunch. If you're robbing Peter, you got to have to pay Paul. Uh, mm -hmm. It might not be today. It might not be next week. It might not be next year. But eventually, something is going to occur if you stay on that stuff long term. Steve, you want to chime in on that? Well, uh, hey, yeah, thanks, Vinny. I was just... Um uh, screening some calls real quick, and so I missed part of what you were saying. I, uh, I I do agree with you that if you uh, overdose yourself, because that's basically what you're doing when you do these cycles in bodybuilding, uh, that there will be a consequence to it. Um, you know, you might be able to get away with it once or twice, but then you're not getting the results you were looking for. So you have to do it over and over again. And uh, you know, no, what, what, yeah, so what I'm saying is, if my levels are at 200. And I want to get to 500. That's not Robin Peter to pay Paul. That's being normal. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, and I didn't hear what Vinny said about that. But if you have a low testosterone, and 95% of guys who um, have low testosterone go undiagnosed, uh, and these guys will have fatigue, and they'll have low libido, and they'll have physical weakness, and they'll just think that they're getting old. And right. It's a complete dumpster fire at 200. Right, that their testosterone is low. I, I have no problem with bringing it back up, but there's two ways you can do that. One is with, with testosterone replacement, and there is a consequence to that. It shuts off your testicles. Your testicles will shrink. Uh, if you're at physiologic doses, there probably aren't, you know, other things beyond that other than, you know, the normal hair loss and things that you would get with a normal testosterone. 
But there's another medication that you can use called Clomid if you are young and want to preserve your fertility. And uh, this is basically a hormone that controls the testicle that just turns it back on again. And uh, because what's happening is the testicles become deaf to the signal that the brain is sending them to make testosterone. So it's just like having a megaphone and yelling at your fucking nuts, you know, make some testosterone. And, uh, you know, I don't know how Vinny feels about that. It's uh, kind of uh, out of the range of our the conversation that we've had. But, um, I, you know, people do not have to live that way. Uh, but doctors have to diagnose them, right? You know, and one of the reasons that the low normals are so low is because they're including all these people that actually have low testosterone when they decide what the normal is, and so the low normal is is very low, like 300 in some labs. And uh, that most of the urologists I talk to say, if you're 30 and you're under 500, they're going to treat you. But Vinny, go ahead and uh, and uh, uh, weigh in on that. Well, you know, yeah, there are situations where people need to, to up it, you know, if, if their life is, you know, mine is super low, uh, and that happened before I had, uh, while, while I had leukemia, and then it just never came back after leukemia. I, dude, I live below 200. Um, Real common in patients who chemotherapy. Yeah, um, but there's no way I'm touching it because, you know, any kind of, I'm not putting anything in my body because the last thing I want to do is to go back on chemo before I have to. Right. Um, I had a really bad round of, of, of uh, leukemia, and uh, you know, to, you know, that could be one of the things that can reactivate it and make it, you know, it can make it grow quicker. Same as same as sugar, um, but I found the way. To, to have a great sex with that is I, I just started fucking a Bond girl. Um, literally. That's, you know, what, the so original? If you find a Bond girl, you could probably go off of that shit. <laughs> what is she? Is she the original? Dragon, by the way. Is she, Vinny, is, yeah, she the origin, is she the original Bond girl? Is she an original uh, Bond the, girl? The, first of all, the fucking delay on this blows. You can't be funny with a delay. <laughs> Okay, so fuck no, everybody. Dude, I was like, what? What is she original? Uh, yeah, uh, right. she, she was. Uh, she she was in a movie in a. Uh, I don't know. Um, what was it? Pierce Brosnan, one of those movies. Okay. Because um, I would find girl I would shit. Totally still do Ursula Andress. I don't care how old <laughs> she is. Yeah, I get to, I get to meet them. I get to meet some of those chicks, Maud Adams, Ursula Adams, Andrews, because we go to all of the uh, Bond shows, you know, they sign autographs and shit. Yeah. And some of those chicks are in their 60s and 70s, and they're still pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. We got one more caller real quick, and then we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Bosco, what's up? Hey, man, how you I'm good. How you doing? Well, what's your question, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Australians? I do not hate Australians, Bosco. I hate your fucking shitty accent. Okay? It stinks. <laughs> All right? It's annoying. It's not that bad. Everything goes up at the end. You never know when you're fucking mad. We don't talk, we don't talk like this all the time, mate. You know? Yeah, see, dude, I fucking... Look, man, I hate it. That bitch on Lost... Charlie, my baby, my baby. Ch- fucked it. <laughs> fucked you guys with me for a long time. Okay? She was a whore. 
Yeah, I know she's a whore, but that, Charlie, my, I didn't, do you know I didn't watch the fucking last season of Lost because of that bitch? I didn't watch any of the episodes because of that bitch. All right, well, there you go. That's why I don't like you. I love Australian people. I think you're some of the coolest, baddest ass people on the planet. You fucking, you you just cool. The dudes are cool. The chicks are hot. I would love to go to Australia. You guys get the funny. The dudes are hot? I think the chicks are hot. The dudes are hot, too. Yeah, fuck yeah, the dudes are hot. And you're not going to fuck me up with that. I think Australian dudes are hot. I'll admit it. But... Your accent stinks. I'd rather jump off a fucking bridge than to hear you guys talk on the train. <laughs> All right, buddy. We don't talk on the train. We're not rude. We just keep to ourselves. We don't want to get stabbed. See, even then, you didn't want to... Ugh, I fucking... Ugh. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later, Bosco. Thanks for calling, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, guys. So listen, check this out. Um... I really, honest to God, I mean, I don't know if you guys, if you two have picked up on this. You two together, you guys are fucking amazing. I could listen to you guys talk all day about, I mean, you guys are so, I don't know, you just, I mean, you just know about shit. You're just very intelligent. You put things together good. You guys definitely have to do each other's shows. Um, you know, I feel bad that, I, you know, like, you know, I'm just sitting here listening to you guys talk. You're amazing. So I hope... I hope people listening will take this show, listen to it, and also get in touch. Listen to Dr. Steve's show, Weird Medicine. It's on the Riotcast Network. It's one of the most informative shows ever, but it's also funny and entertaining. And I can say the same thing about Vinny's podcast. It's informative, but it's entertaining. It's not this dry assholes just talking, NPRing a fucking hour of your life. So... Um, I want to thank both of you guys. Steve, thank you for screening the calls. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I apologize for the video. I figured it out finally, but I apologize. But the podcast is in its entirety. It will be up next week. Um, I'm going to put it up, uh, I think, Monday for a double show, or it'll be up Tuesday. Um, Vinny, thank you for... I mean, seriously, buddy, this book has shown me i mean you know the rest of my life i i can i can finally get out of the game well dude i'm, I'm glad you i'm glad it, it, you know and, and that's what dean and i i know it sounds hokey but that's what dean and i were saying when we were writing the book if it helps one person we've done our job you know and you know we we get to hear stories like yours all the time like we had no idea that this book was going to create the groundswell that it did. It was largely panned by, like, nobody wanted to put it out because they thought it was two books in one. They wanted to give me a two-book deal, and we stuck by our guns and said, we're putting this book out exactly like this if we have to do it ourselves, and that's exactly what we had to do. The book has become a hit on Amazon. Uh, People love it. Uh, sitting as confidential folks, go out and get it. Yeah, uh, and let's, get, keep, let's keep it moving. Yeah, keep this is almost it is like a grassroots thing. When I, when I, you know, got in touch with the people on the fa- the Facebook page, Vinny Toto reaches no sugar, no grains, and I, you know, I haven't been there in a minute because I've been away, but. You know, I remember I would go there, and I I still will go there, and just ask like I feel this or I ate that. I remember I told them I ate like something I forget what it was corn sucker, and everybody just responded, "Don't have that, 
do, that's terrible. And all they just went. In, they helped me right on my phone in a restaurant. Yeah. Like twenty people responded immediately, and it was a lot of hot yeah, chicks. Yeah, right away. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And here's another thing: you, people can go to vinnytartaris.com and sign up for the newsletter. There's all I'm putting free stuff out constantly. Yeah, and we're going to start putting videos out to go with it. Right. We're doing these courses where people can learn from the courses. It's it's all right there. Just go and sign up for the newsletter, and you will get it all. Yeah, get go to his website. Listen, man, I'm a fatty. I'm a fatty for life. But I, I I'm telling you, I this is my sixth time being fat, and I knew I was going to get fat when I quit smoking. I knew, and I just I almost didn't make it back this time. And because I found out that I was eating and I was doing everything wrong. And I found out that I don't have to be hungry. I found out that I don't have to starve myself. I found out I don't have to go to the gym and work out like an athlete. Um, I, I, I was like, okay, I can deal with that. I can live like a human being. I can live and eat and feel full and not. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. So go get this book. Read the yeah. book because the book is inspirational. This motherfucker had cancer. And now he, and he wrote a book to help us. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. That's great. So read the book. Learn about this. No sugar, no grains. Learn about food. Spend the money, okay, on better food. Don't worry about what people think of you. Don't worry about your kids. Worry about you. Because, like I said, attraction rather than promotion. It's over. Get out of the game. It's yeah. not a diet. It's a way of life. And um, and I, I hope this I hope this helped people. Uh, Vinny, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I uh, go to his website. What's the website again, Vin? It's uh, vinnytortorich.com, V-I-N-N-I-E-T-O-R-T-O-R-I-C-H.com. I think you sign up for the newsletter. You know, uh, you, you get way more than what you would, you, you know, it's, it's like the book continues on and the podcast and on the site so you can get it all there. Yeah, make sure you go check it out. Everything you need is on there and that much more. If, you, if you're out there and you're struggling and you don't know how to do it, don't do it by yourself. That's number one. You need help. And this is the place to help it. Where can you go and have 20 people help you and tell you what to eat for free, for nothing? They help you. So reach yeah. out for the help and, and, and get this book and then quit the sugars, quit the grains. Do it right now. Just do it right now. Drop it right now. Um, I want to thank you, buddy. You're the best. Um, and I will. Uh, I want to thank, thank you, Dr. Steve. Make sure you check out his podcast, Weird Medicine. It's, it's unbelievable. It's one of the most intelligent, amazing, funny, smart podcasts on the planet. And he's one of the most uh, inspirational guys, too. His life and his, the way he gives to everybody. You guys need to hook up, man. Oh, you, two, hey. you two asses need to hook up. What's up? Yeah, it's done. Done deal on my end, Steve. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Here too. Good. All right, you got to do something happen, cool. Steve. I was in the middle of plugging you. you. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Check out Doctor Steve uh, at Weird Medicine and Vidi Total Reach and buy his book, uh, Fitness Confidentials. And uh, that's it. YKWd is out. Yeah, Bobby. Where did you go? Did you go, Steve? No, I don't know. 
No, he's still there. Hang on, you. All right. Um, yeah, we're gonna throw you in at the end of the show. I had to get off the video, but uh, what's up, buddy? What's your question? Hey, yeah, Bobby. Quick question. Uh, my name's Brian. I'm uh, calling from Brooklyn. <laughs> like that's important. But uh, I have a. Um, it's interesting. I uh, you talk about this this weight loss. If you don't mind me asking, you and I have met each other a bunch of times. But you're about what five nine, five ten. I can already tell that your tone. <laughs> what? No, no, no. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not being a jerk. Don't, Steve, please, please don't, don't misunderstand. Steve, Steve, are you, gonna, are you there, Steve? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. I can already tell, but go ahead, what? buddy. What? Do you, what? Do you, I'm five eight, five eight, and five no, eight. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not busting chops. I swear to God. I'm okay, not. buddy. Go ahead. Like, five eight, five eight, five eight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay. The question is, how much weight have you lost? This because here's just just the two seconds of of background with me. I just. Uh, got sober. Like I have like what sixty five days. Congratulations, today, man! I've always been like, yeah, thanks. It's a it's a dream Good job, man. So, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Um, and uh, it's the kind of thing where I always I was drinking. I, I want to say like three three to three to five bottles of wine a day. If you might, you know, make twenty drinks a day, twenty. It wasn't it wasn't good. So anyway, I. But the thing is, like, I'm about five. I'm five eleven. And I'm about like 200 pounds. And since I stopped drinking, I thought the weight would come off. But like, I just found this sweet tooth. Like, I always wondered when you went to A meetings, while well, they had cookies everywhere and everything like that. And it's like, it's just, like, I've never been like a sweet tooth guy. But like, I've eaten ice cream three times today. So my question is, how much weight, like, I want to lose weight quickly. Like, when you, I'm very. Let like, me I'm say, let me tell you. Let, I'm going to tell you something, buddy. I've, I've gained weight. Yeah. I've, I, this is seriously my sixth fat. Four of those fats of when I quit something, okay? When I right. quit drugs and right. alcohol right. when I went to rehab uh, 28 Ooh. years ago, okay? Um, wow. I, gained, uh-huh. I gained weight because I couldn't do right. both. Um, the last time when I quit smoking two years ago, I, set, I was in right. shape. I was down to 200 pounds, okay? Um, oh, okay. I was working out twice a day, uh, eating great. Okay. Uh, and I quit smoking okay. because I wanted to have a child. And I told my wife, sure. I, I, I'm going to get fat again because I can't quit this. I can't do... I need something to do something. I'm not capable right now of staying in shape and working out and quitting smoking. I just can't do it. So I knew I was going to gain weight. It's a lot. You understand? Right. So yep. if you gain... Listen, I think quitting alcohol... Trump's being fat in my book, in my opinion. If you quit alcohol, that Trump's gaining a little weight or being a little chubby. And to me, two hundred pounds is at your height is perfect. You're fine. You know that's that's a. I wish I could be. I wish I could fucking be you. You know what I mean? You ever do that? Yeah, ever do the, you ever do that BMI? Like you did the, like I did that BMI, the body mass index thing. It says I should weigh like 165 pounds. I'm like, how is that? I don't know. Where was I like? I, of my arms. You know what I'm talking about? Like the BMI. Do you guys know that? I, you know what that is, Steve? Or, or, or yeah, I, I yeah. do. I, 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 can, I, I can tell you this. I'm six feet tall. I weigh 170 pounds. Uh, I'm ripped. Yeah, I, I look like the cover of that book. And I'm on the top end of a BMI. Right. So I'm almost considered fat. And I don't <laughs> yeah. have an ounce of fat to be seen on me. So you can take that. And, you know, it, it has nothing to do with reality. Right, 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 right. 
Okay. Well, uh, well, well, sounds good. All right, guys. Well, listen. Um, thank you. You know, we actually have a, a mutual friend. Uh, Joe DeRosa is a, a very good friend of mine, and he just had to quit drinking because we had no right. <laughs> Look at me name dropping. <laughs> but, um, he just Could had you? to quit drinking because yeah. he has an enlarged liver. Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. Oh, He's fine. No. But, uh, well, you know, that sucks, dude. I mean, look, that's dangerous no, no, shit. That that I know, yeah, but the, the, he went back to see his doc. He's out in L.A. He went to see his doctor. Everything's fine. He just had to. His doctor was like, "Look, you need to pay attention to this thing." And you know, he doesn't know his. Like, I'm Irish. You know, I have a history of drug and alcohol and all that stuff in my family, but he doesn't know. So he just stopped. Uh, he just stopped drinking. So it, he's it's fine. Look, I, don't, I don't think he really had a problem. He just. Stop. Well, here, here, here's the deal, um, dude. When you, when you, please. drinking and alcohol and food and it's all gonna get you. It's cigarettes. Yeah. It's all gonna fuck. We know too much now. We didn't know Life's fifty years ago. We know too much now. Right. It's coming. So you well, can either you can yeah. either quit it now, like you did. You quit alcohol. Quit wine. That's fucking huge, dude. Right. I, I can. I, I've watched yeah. friends of mine die because they couldn't do what oh, you did. Totally. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, they just couldn't. My yeah, f- my father, days, I mean, it's, my yeah. father almost died last year because of wine. Okay, yeah, yeah wine. Shit, really? Yeah, almost, yeah. It's just, he drank wine. Well, he dude, fucked with his. Congrats on your sobriety, bro. That's yeah, awesome. so congrats, Thank you, dude. I appreciate that guy. Thank you for yeah. God bless, Thank buddy. You. Take All care. Right. All right, boys. Well, I'm gonna get back to serving porn. Uh, all right, guys. So the, that that's the uh, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, I, I put that in. I, I don't know if I'm going to use that. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But I have the end. So, I don't know. The guy, no, that guy ended up going in a different direction. He was getting ready to bust your ass, and he went in a different direction. Well, uh, I, cause because I, why, why would he ask you about your weight, your height, and then go, no, 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 I'm not busting your balls, and he went well, in a he different direction. Well, he was bringing up the BMI thing, though. And wasn't he the one that brought up the BMI? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah, he, he was, of course, if we don't he was we gonna, don't know any of that stuff about Joe True, so... Yeah, he... I'm, he I, I'm, 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 gonna, gonna, I'm gonna fucking... You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs. Check out com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free. Don't stop filming my face. Don't stop filming my face. Don't stop.